Bavamatsia per Ches Mishnah Zain eight seven and more on the rights of a tenant. So we see here Hamaskir Bias Lachavero. If one rents out an apartment or a home to a fellow, so what is the responsibility of the landlord? Hamaskir Chayev Badeles Baneger Uvuman Ul Uvuchol Davar Shamasa Uman. The landlord is required to provide a deles, a door, and a neger. A neger is like a bolt to lock the door from the inside. Uman'ul, that's a lock to like lock the door from the outside. Uvachodavar shemasa uman, and any other kind of infrastructure which only can be done by a professional. So the Gemara gives examples like the windows, if the windows don't work. Avaldavar she'enumasa uman, things that are not, um, don't need specially trained workers to do. Hasochar Oseo, the owner, the renter, he does it. So the Gemara gives an example. For example, they would plaster their roofs every year to make sure they're watertight. That doesn't take any specific, you know, training. So the tenant is expected to do it himself. Now there is an important machlokas here between the Ramah and the Gra. The Ramah understands this is a one-time thing. You give a person an apartment, it has to be in working order, and after that, the tenant is required to maintain it. And if I don't know the locks don't work, he has to fix it himself. Uh, the Gras says, no, these basic things which require Maestro Uman are the responsibilities of the landlord, and therefore any time during the whole period of the of the rental, the landlord would have to fix things like the locks and so on. Anything that's Maestro Uman that needs required, you know, that requires special training, you know, the plumbing, the electric, and so on. Again, what actually is the Halakha Lamaisla Maestro would depend on what's um, the common practice and the statute of that locale, um, which is really overrides the mission anyways. Now, a new part of the Mishnah, um, if you rent an apartment to someone, typically the way they had their urban planning, that in front of the apartments had a common area called a chatzer, like a front yard that was shared by everybody. Um, it was the place where they did their cooking, and they had their stoves and ovens there, but also did all sorts of other you know, work if they need to fix or make or do something. It all happened really in the shared chatzer in the front. And it seems from Mishnah here that the chatzer was sort of um, also accessible often to just random people. So the question is, if a landlord rents an apartment to a tenant and he doesn't include in the rental like ownership of the chatzer in front, the courtyard in front, so of course the tenant can use the chatzer. First of all, he, can, he has to be able to walk through it so he can access his apartment, but also it's safe to assume he was entitled to use it for his other you know, needs, outdoor needs like cooking and baking. Um, so he'll have access to the oven and stove. That'll be his private oven and stove. But the rest of the land doesn't belong to him, really. It retains it remains the property of the landlord, and that being the case, says the Mishnah, Hazevel shall bal If some random third party has animals passing through the chatzer and the animals leave some manure, so who gets claimed to the manure to use it as fertilizer? The answer is the landlord and not the tenant. Um, we're not talking about the manure that's produced from the tenant's animals. The tenant himself wouldn't be mafkir, wouldn't abandon rights to his manure, so he could take it himself. But the assumption is that the other randoms who pass their animals through the chatzer whatever left mess they left, it can be safely assumed to have been abandoned, therefore the landlord can take possession of it. The Ein Socher, as for the renter, what's he have rights to? He only has rights, just what he can extract from the oven and stove, meaning if there's, there's assumed to be like an oven and stove in the Chatzer, that's for the use of the tenant. It was normal in the time of the Mishnah, the tenant would have like private rights to that. And therefore, if some random third party use the stove or oven, and at the bottom of the stove oven there's ashes, and those ashes are useful as fertilizer, so who has rights to those ashes? What it, the answer is the renter, since it's his stove and his oven, and in normal circumstances, if there's any ashes at the bottom, they belong to him, the renter, and not to the landlord. 
again, this is all, you know, assuming there's no overriding customs of what is really done in a time and place. And obviously today we do things very differently, so it's hard to say anyways what the halakhlamais is whatsoever.